Minute 67 of As If, the podcast about Clueless, where we talk about Clueless minute by minute. I am Trevor Gibson, your host, and with me today is... Jessica Gambling. And Martin Sand. This minute uh, starts with Murray explaining to Sharon Dion that, uh, you know, he's... That Christian is gay. And, uh... No. Yep, Cher and, uh... <laughs> no. Cher, you know cannot believe that she did not you know notice this sooner yeah she's uh, in disbelief at first but then it all falls together for her <laughs> and uh you know, dion you know has a similar reaction and uh <laughs> the scene progresses to where uh they accidentally get on the freeway yes this news yeah, is so it's so earth shattering that dion fails <laughs> to pay attention to the road and gets onto the freeway and uh now some trucks zoom past them, which uh, freak freak them out, and uh, you know Murray's trying desperately to you know, get Dion to get back on the you know on the main road, and you know, some bikers uh, speed by, and that is the end of minute sixty-seven. Yeah, is this the one? Is the old lady give them the bird in this scene? Yeah, mm-hmm. classic, classic salty old lady. Um, I've always been of the opinion that I would have, in another life, I would have made a fantastic old woman. <laughs> it's not too so, like, late. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, true. That, uh, you know, like, do uh, do any of you have, uh, whenever you were new to driving, do you have any experiences similar to this one, you know, accidentally getting on the freeway? Or, like, what was your first time getting on a freeway like? <clears throat> have you Have you been on the Autobahn, Martin, since you're in Germany? Well, yes, I have. <laughs> Most definitely. Um, <laughs> is it not as exciting as they make it? Um, Wait, is, the, is that just sort of like the, the the highway system, the autobahn, or is that a specific? No, no, that's that's what the um, highway system is called. Um, um, ah, like okay. the, the 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 autobahn is um, a specific type of road with um, specific rules. Um, but um, you know. Learning to drive in Germany is much different from learning to drive in America, where apparently you can just get into a car with anyone and they can teach you how to drive. Um, in Germany, yeah. you have to um, you have to sign up with an accredited uh, driving school, and um, you can only learn to drive with a um, professional driving instructor. And um, <clears throat> when you when you uh, go out to drive with them, um, you're actually driving in those cars that have like um, that have two sets of pedals, like uh, the uh, instructor oh, yeah, in the passenger seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can they can just hit the brakes yeah, or that. whatever if you're doing if you're doing something mm-hmm. wrong. So in California, you had to take a specific sort of driving school class, and then you had to have a certain number of hours with a driving instructor with one of those weird cars with two pedals. And I did mm-hmm. that, and that was weird and fun. 
And that was the first time I got on the freeway would have been with that instructor. And I know it was the 55 freeway, and it was scary. I didn't really take any driving courses. Uh, the way it was set up where I lived, I could. I had to have a certain amount of experience driving with, you know, a licensed driver who was, like, over 21. Yeah. A certain amount of hours during the day and then a certain amount of hours at night. And then after that, I, you know, I take them into the DMV and have them oh, confirm off. that I have, yeah, that I have, you know, driven all this time with them. And then I could, uh, you know, take my, uh, you know, take my test. I needed to drive, though. So I grew up in Southern California. I had a lot, I had a lot of stuff going on. I was very busy, but I drove to school. I lived outside the school district, so I drove to school and I drove to swimming, like swimming practices in another city and to choir, and I had a job, so I had to be able to drive. My mom was like, you, I'm not driving you anywhere. I, I don't have time to drive you. I have a job. So I had to get a car. Yeah. So she bought herself a new car and I got her old car. Yeah, I was trying to figure out when I was watching this, like which freeway it was. I assume it's probably the 405, but trying to figure out what the, what the geography of this is. But it's it's very scary. If it was the 405, that's a very that's a pretty scary freeway to get onto. It's terrible. There also aren't a lot of places to exit. Okay, I'm getting like PTSD right now because I'm like, oh my god, where can you exit? Oh my god, how far is it to exit? If you get all the way to Sepulveda, you're gonna have to wait for like five miles, and then you're in the valley. Then you take a wrong turn, and you're suddenly on this... Figueroa, and you can only get, go one way for miles. It's a true thing. Suddenly you're in Rampart. It is a thing that happens. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about Murray's uh, Murray's little spiel he goes on about. Uh... About Christian sexuality. Yeah. There are bits of it that... He has... He okay. Has, <laughs> I'm going to quote him verbatim. He's a disco okay. dancing, Oscar Wilde reading, Streisand ticket holding, friend of Dorothy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's a, he's a cake boy. You know boy. what? How does Murray he's know what he's saying? <laughs> also... What's a cake boy? What I've never does, heard like, cake boy. Friend of Dorothy mean... Oh, friend of Dorothy is a is a legitimate um, you know code word for gay men. Um, like, but but like from the forties. Yeah, because um, oh my god, why can't I think of it? Judy Garland is a big gay icon. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I was watching the IT crowd where they go see gay a gay <laughs> musical, and then one of those songs like that's a line. I'm a friend of Dorothy. I'm a friend of Dorothy. It's also um, an arrested. That, these are, I mean, these are all you know. Like when that's, when Tobias, I, uh, yeah. This is this this is the bit of the podcast where the two where the two straight people explain explain to a queer person slang for gay people. Yeah, I mean that's Usher that's, that's, that's the part adulthood. of the podcast where the um, two almost forty year olds. Um... <laughs> that's okay. That's we'll, yeah. we'll 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 save that for another podcast. How does Murray know? All these terms, like how is he familiar with Oscar Wilde and his We're talking about and the gay connotations? Talking about regional I mean, slang. I assume they're more sophisticated than the average high schooler, but I was. I mean, some people are assigned Oscar Wilde in high school, so and it and it is Beverly Hills. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Um, yes, probably his interior if, like, decorator turned him on to uh, gay culture. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, that could be. It's. It's very close to West Hollywood. I don't know if they... But I'm surprised that Murray would know, but Cher and Dion wouldn't. But that's okay. It is a very funny line. It's a very funny speech. I think that boys, teenage boys, I think 
are more obsessed with with which of their uh, which of their contemporaries are gay. To be honest, yeah. they, like mm. re- at least that was my experience in high school. Is that you know the, the girls would mention it every now and then, but the boys were really really obsessed with who or who wasn't gay. There's a lot. There's a lot of gay panic. Uh, like teenage boys go through in high school. That sounds about right. <laughs> it is. Yep, it's yeah, just as horrible as you think it is. I did not know who was gay. Okay, I had one. I had friend, someone come out really to me in high but, school. Um, that was an experience. Oh hmm. yeah. Well, I had a friend. I had a couple of friends in choir. Um, they were really good friends. They were best friends, and we were friends with them. And at one point, one guy came out to the other guy. Um, but the way he did it was because he's like, I love you. And he's like, that is, um, he's like, that's a hard conversation to have when you don't feel the same way. Like, yes, <laughs> I can, I can imagine. Um, yeah. The wrap up to this minute is pretty cool. It's uh shut up, shut up. Bikers <laughs> right around them. Yeah, it is great. That, that really wouldn't affect me that much because my. <laughs> Bikers? No, because my parents were um the leaders and founders of a christian motorcycle ministry <laughs> <laughs> your so, fa- people in your family or you know them no my parents were oh oh yeah so like i started when i was really really little like five so i grew up around or grew up around bikers and stuff all my life and like people who were ex-convicts and drug dealers oh yeah Bikers really like Jesus a lot. <laughs> they do, actually. They really do. Like the... I watched a thing about motorcycle gangs, like about the Mongols, and it freaked me out. It was so scary. Like, those guys are terrible. They're oh, monsters. I've been to a Black Panthers and a uh, Hell's Angels clubhouse. Yeah, I and I see the Mongols on the street, like on the freeway a lot. Not a lot, but regularly because they're from San Bernardino, which is kind of where I live. And I, I'm like driving. I'm like, what a thrill! <laughs> I actually don't, I actually don't know if I want to admit on the podcast that I've been to those clubhouses. They might members might find the me. FBI might. St- Maybe the numbers will go up because the FBI will start listening. <laughs> I don't know actually, because I'm gonna get paranoid. Uh oh. The Hell's Angels are going to come after me. I don't think so. Because Hell's Angels, li- members of the Hell's Angels, listen to cl- podcasts about Clueless. They do, yeah, they love Clueless. They love podcasts for those long, long rides. Which, if you are a member of the Hell's Angels listening to this, no judgment on you. It's a fantastic movie. But you're a cake boy, Martin Sand. <laughs> not Trevor Gibson said that. Oh no. I'm not sure if that's offensive or not. I don't know. I want. I I've wanna, never heard anybody say "cake I boy" just, before. I just cake wanted boy, to say "cake I, boy." Again. I would. What kind of what kind of slur? I don't is that? know if I'd want. I don't know if it's like it's not well known enough or like terribly offensive enough to. I I have make me never heard in shock, it. but it's nothing that I'd want to be called. I yeah, like cake. this is the only place I've ever heard "cake boy." I love cake. I'm a cake boy. I know. Doesn't somebody who's a cake boy sound like an like, awesome person that you would like to spend time yeah, with? Like, yeah, I love German chocolate cake. I'm guys, I'm into guys, this. the cake boy's here! <laughs> Yay! Hooray! <laughs> Everyone, hey, 
Everyone's always excited to see the cake boy. <laughs> You're asking your mom for money. <laughs> the cake boy is here. Oh, no. What if it turns out that this is just a really, really horrible, abusive word and we just didn't know? You have what? And now we're tearing people apart. Oh, it's no. a, It's okay. Do you, you know some gay people. It's Therefore, you're excluded from prejudice. It's it's Yeah, it's fine for me to say stuff that's I offensive have, to gay look, people. Cause look, I, look, it's okay. My friend, I have friends that are gay. Yeah, some of my... Um, some of my dearest acquaintances are gay. <laughs> I I employ many gay people. <laughs> right. My maid is gay. <laughs> Your maid. <laughs> well, uh, that has been Minute 67. Thank you so much, guys, for doing this with me. It's been lots of fun. It has been lots of fun. Like, so much fun. I don't know how fun it's been for everyone else. Uh, <laughs> Listening to us talk about everything but Clueless on this podcast about Clueless. <laughs> That's fine. I don't care what they think. We're the Werner Herzogs of uh, of podcasting. <laughs> we don't care about our audience. You've got no, to... not at all. Let me tell you about these albino alligators. <laughs> Liz, uh, well, I hope all of you have enjoyed this as much as we have. Uh, next week will be Minute 68, and uh, that will be hosted by Park Parkson. And Diana McMullen. Keep listening, because I'm sure they're going to do a much better job than we did. Well, I mean, we are on a cliffhanger minute here. Do they survive getting off the freeway? I can't wait to find out. Jessica, Martin, my my, my homies, it's been fun rolling with you. It has been. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah, it's been awesome. Well, this has been as if. Uh, it's been a joy and a pleasure, as always. Yeah, so... Bye! Bye-bye! Thanks for listening to this episode of As If, the podcast all about Clueless. It is produced and edited by Darren Husted. Executive produced and hosted by Trevor Gibson. Follow us on Facebook at As If the Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at As If underscore podcast. Follow us on Instagram at As If Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Shout Engine, or the podcast app of your choice. Rate and review us if you enjoy. Clueless is owned by Paramount Pictures. No infringement is intended. All rights reserved. Copyright 2016.